Hi, I'm Ray. And I'm Charlotte. And this is the Midnight Record. The Midnight Record. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to start our own band. We are. Who wants to join? Well, welcome back. This is one of our freeform episodes. Mm-hmm. Wild and free. Wild and free, for sure. And obviously, by the title, we are going to be talking about the recent Josh Duggar trial case, the whole conviction, the whole gang. Mm-hmm. Um, as we are recording right now, everything just sort of came out like last week mm-hmm. um, about the trial, but... The dust has settled a little bit. Yeah. In general. I just want to say, first and foremost, that I always knew something was up with them. And I was just waiting for it to come out. Even when they had their TLC first initial special, I was like, is it right? No, no, no. Yeah, I mean, I think anybody with sound mind knew (laughs) that something was up. Some people loved the show and, like, idolized the family and, like... I was like, I just always know something's up with them. I didn't idolize them. I did watch their show because I mm. thought it was just fascinating how, like, they literally had... I did watch it sometimes, too. Yeah, I just found it fascinating that how the inner workings of the household worked with right. that many people. Right. And how, how does that... How how to... How. Literally just no. how. I don't understand. Um, and I... It was also sort of... I hate to say it, but it was also sort of a car... Like... A car crash that I was slowly watching happen, yeah. and I just and was like away. waiting. Yeah, same. um, I mean, I will say when they first came out, I was like, "Oh, that Josh Duggar is like sort of cute." Really, <laughs> I know. I'm really mad at my younger self for sure, but I would think he was like very attractive. Then as he's gotten older, and then as more, more and more came out about the family, uh-huh. about their beliefs, and how. You know, they aren't actually, like, very Christian-like as right. far as their beliefs go. You know, being L- anti-LGBTQ plus and so on. Mm-hmm. Um, I was like, ooh, very unattractive now. Right. Incredibly unattractive. And now, literally the worst, per- one of the worst people. Um, actually, uh, according to one article I read, Josh Duggar in 2015 was one of the top 15 most hated people on the internet. Yeah, Which rightfully so. Yeah. Um, a title he deserves. He and he and he and he got it. He got it. You know, fair yeah. and square, babe. He looks like such a ski ball. Yeah. So, um, I think what we're gonna do is I'm gonna go over a little bit of the early life and then a little bit of like 19 kids and counting in general slash mm-hmm. like Duggar family, and then we're gonna talk about um, the initial allegations against Josh. Um, and the police, Ray's going to go over the police report, and I think we're going to go over the trial a little bit. So, again, it's free form, so if it's a little all over the place, don't hate us. That's what you signed up for. We're wild and free. Come wild on. and free. But If you okay. want a more structured episode, you're going to have to skip every other one. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but, uh, the big old trigger warning in the beginning, you know, this does have to deal with sexual assault, child abuse, child pornography, just like all the horrible things that you think could happen uh, to minors, I mean, some of it's alleged, but, you know. Right. We're going to be talking about it. So, if that is not your gig, if that is triggering for you, we will see you on the next one. Um, no hard feelings. Yep. So, all right. <clears throat> Let's get into it. So, Joshua James Duggar, who was born on March 3rd, 1988, not 1988, um, is a American convicted sex offender and former reality TV personality. 
is best known for his appearances on the reality television show 19 Kids and Counting. And on April 29, 2021, Duggar was arrested by U.S. Marshals on charges of receiving and possessing child pornography. He was found guilty on all charges on December 9th, 2021. He is currently incarcerated awaiting his sentencing in the spring of 2022. And you know what happens to uh, child sex offenders in prison. What they deserve. Bad times. Yeah. Bad times overall. So, uh, Josh was born in Tawnytown in Washington County in northwestern Arkansas on March 3rd, 1988, to James Robert and Michelle Annette Runark Duggar, also known as Jim Bob and Michelle. Jim Bob. Jim Bob. Um, (laughs) Very Southern. Uh, Josh was homeschooled and passed Arkansas state test for a general equivalency diploma or GED (laughs) at the age of 16. And he did not attend college on September 26, 2008. Um, Anna Renee Keller and Josh, both 20 years old, were married at Buford Grove Baptist church in Hillard, Florida. The couple now have seven children. So they are starting, they are keeping alive the... What Jim Bob fam- Michelle did. With the, with, with the Duggar family thing. I, I believe that Anna... 20 years old. Tw- at 20. Yeah, that's, it's just crazy. That's not even... Your life hasn't even begun. Well, and the show, like, talks about how they court and how they can oh, only yeah. give side hugs. They can't, like, mm-hmm. kiss each other on the she- cheek. They, like, shake hands a lot. It's just very... Um, It's a certain way of life that most of us do not ever have to deal with growing up in. And honestly, it's weird. It's just weird. It's just very weird. But yes, I believe that Anna also comes from, I think she came from a family of eight. Mm -hmm. So not quite as big, but still pretty big. It seems to be like a trend. Definitely. Kind of like we talked about off mic earlier, how, um, I guess, I don't know if you're getting into it, but just how they're like having as many kids as possible to yeah. help spread the word. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm going to talk about that in a okay. hot second. Okay. So, um, Josh appeared on TLC as a part of the reality program, 19 Kids and Counting. Starting in 2005, he appeared on earlier shows with his family on Discovery Health when Josh was 17 years old. Um, the cast includes his parent. Now, I I just want y'all to know everyone other than Michelle has J names. <laughs> And I don't know why it irks me. It just, irks me so bad. It irks me so much. I know. All right. So we have Jim Bob, Michelle, and their children in or- in in chronological order of from eldest to youngest. So we have Josh, Jana, John David, Jill, Jessa, Ginger, with a J, just with so you know. <laughs> Joseph, Josiah, Joanna, Jedediah, Jeremiah, Jason, James, <laughs> Justin, Jackson, Joanna, Jennifer, Jordan, Grace, and Josie. Oh my god. Way too many kids. That is Entirely too many kids. Small army. Josh has described his family as the quote unquote epitome of conservative values and advocates for he what he terms as family-centered and conservative Christian right political viewpoints, including the opposition to abortion, divorce, and gay marriage. Uh, Josh Duggar has been referred to as an anti-gay activist by GLAAD, a Mm. pro-LGBTQ plus rights organization. Um, Josh appeared on the TV show until its cancellation on July 16th, 2015. 
Um, later episodes after he and uh, Anna got married uh, feature obviously Anna and their children and the television show mainly capitalized on uh, their kids' births and mm-hmm. birthdays and things like that. So they would like have specials. Well, they would just have episodes, like, surrounding, like, Anna announcing that she's pregnant again, Mm -hmm. or one of their kids having a birthday party, or things like that. Mm -hmm. Um, Because Michelle, by this point, was no longer having children, because it actually was, one, really bad for the health of her and her babies, Mm -hmm. and, um, two, you know, like, menopause. Um, Yeah, wasn't the... the last one that was born, like, really sick when they were born? Yeah, she was born um, at six months and was in the hospital, I think, for, like, a year or something in, like, the NICU. Um, Pretty bad. to, like... Because it was, like, like, I think a couple of the last ones that were, like... She was kind of warned that she probably shouldn't be having more kids. Well, she had two miscarriages. She had one in between Josh and um, Janet... Jana, John, David, who are twins. Mm-hmm. Um, so she, yeah, so she had a miscarriage early on at, in their marriage, uh, right after Josh. And then, uh, then she had a miscarriage, I believe it was after Josie, mm-hmm. um, where, which is the youngest, which is the youngest at, I believe four months. And, um, you know, she actually delivered yeah. that child and, oh, um, that yeah, it's like pretty horrific. Um, I've read me- many articles and honestly I have to agree that um Michelle just enjoyed being pregnant. I yeah. mean essentially what she would do is she would be she would be pregnant. They had this like buddy system in their household, why I'm sure they still do, where they pair older children with younger children to to take care of, to take care of slash teach them how to like bathe, clean, mm-hmm. do homework, do school, do practice and all these things. And the thing was is that like all their kids play the violin except for I think one kid, I believe, plays piano. Mm-hmm. Um, they all are in this uh, school. I can't even call it school because it's not school. But the curriculum that they teach their children for school equivalent is mm-hmm. called. Uh, it's from the Institute in Basic Life Principles, um, and it's it's essentially Christian studies in the guise of actual public school like actual homeschooling Mm -hmm. but it's not homeschooling because it teaches things such as like there's like a whole section on like how young women need to be modest and like how to keep the guy like the prying eyes of like men away and how to keep like women subservient and how men are like the dominant ones in the family and the breadwinners and like all these things it's just like it sort of seems very backwards right and honestly i don't know how they are allowed to teach this curriculum to their children and still allow their children to get geds like if you want to teach your kids that that's your business but it's not an education it's not an education for real life you know you're not teaching them any skills no not any like real skills tangible i guess yeah no well like usable right right? um also jim bob and michelle are a part of the quiverful movement whose primary focus is producing as many children as possible and raising (sighs) them into government and civil service positions first formed in 1995 um and the duggar family joined this movement like early on but their first public connection to the movement was in 01 um, when Quiverful posted an article referencing them as a success story, mm-hmm. um, Jim Bob has had and has like ran for multiple offices in government in Arkansas. 
I believe Joseph, who is the third eldest boy, was also running for some offices around the same time when all this whole story like broke in 2015 and apparently like really hurt his campaign. But it's like, yeah, that's sort of what happens. Success story, my ass. Yeah. Um, And, you know, there's just, I don't know, the whole the whole family in itself is just very uh, eek for me because they are a part of uh, a very conservative like Christian group known as like fundamentalists in mm-hmm. the in the USA. Um I know that they're elsewhere across the world but I feel like it's really like honed here for some reason. Right. And like I said, it's like they try to pretend like they're not spreading hate through the guise of like, well, I love you as my neighbor, but you don't because you said that right. gay people don't deserve to be married. Right. So like, how are you how are you so how are you guys such hypocrites? Like I mm-hmm. don't understand it and like how are you saying that like it's the women's fault if something happens to them they're disguising their hate with religion 100 percent. and then like on top of it they tried to cover up so much of this stuff right that we're going to be going over so um anyhow so uh in 2004 and 2006, the first four TV specials featuring the Duggar family was released. Uh, in December of 2006, the family was scheduled to appear on the Oprah, Oprah Winfrey mm-hmm. show. At this time, an anonymous source emailed Winfrey's Harpo Studios and called the Arkansas Child Abuse Hotline to reveal Josh's past sexual misconduct. Um Now, Oprah's producers alerted the Department of Human Services and canceled the Duggar family's appearance on the show. As a result of these reports, an investigation by the Springdale, Arkansas Police Department was launched. Uh, Department investigators spoke to Josh's parents and several other family members with the with the family describing the sexual misconduct that occurred in 2002 and 2003. The family reported that no further incidents had occurred since Josh returned home in late 2003. Um, between that time, he, like, went to some quote-unquote rehab facility, which really, we'll talk about that, but is really not. Family members interviewed by police said they felt safe in their home and had forgiven Josh for his past behavior. Now, in 2015 is when shit, like, really hit the fan, but but the police reports, what year did the police court come out in 06? Yes. So, Ray has the actual police report, which is honestly just, like, mind-boggling yeah. um, in general. So, we'll link that in the show notes also if you guys want to kind of go over the whole thing. But, um, in, obviously, in 2015, In Touch uh, magazine acquired the police re- report that was made in 2006, which can now be viewed on a hosting site called Im- Imgur. Um and it shows statements provided by Jim Bob. Um, so Jim Bob first found out about Josh's behavior in 2002 when one of the girls sell- said the eldest Duggar brother was touching her breasts and genitals as she slept. Um, the report alleges that Josh molested four of his sisters while they slept and at times while they were awake. Um and there were five sisters living in the Duggar house at the time, ranging in age from five to 12. So kind of going over, there's a lot in the police report. It's, I don't even know how many pages it doesn't say. Um, but and it, it blocks out a lot of um, kind of 
personal information. So you can see that there is, um, <clears throat> you can see that there's several, I think four, five victims. So there's five victims in totals, total on the report, plus the suspect information. And then there's uh, several other witnesses that are noted on here. And then it goes down into, let me get to it. So it says the alleged victims are blanked out, but we know it's uh, five of the girls who live with their parents, Michelle and Jim Bob. The caller says that there are blank in total in the home, I think. I don't know, was it 21? I, I don't know. At this time, it wasn't. I was going to say, at that time, I think it was, um, like, 14 people in the home. Mm. The caller says that the family is not willing to tell anyone this unless they find out. The caller says that they found out this and asked the family about it. So the parents told them about it with blank sitting right there. I'm guessing, Josh. Um, the parents said that three and a half years ago... Um, Josh admitted to fondling they blank out the names one mm -hmm. of the one of the sisters they said that this is kind of what we went over he was doing stuff to them while they were sleeping um and sometimes even outside of the home when they were awake the father said that he went to a state trooper and reported this but no report was ever filed uh one caller says that the father knew this trooper beforehand but uh that they weren't it stated that they weren't like super close, um, but they did have some sort of relationship. The caller says that the parents put Josh in some type of rehab place for three months in Little Rock, but it was not rehab for sex offenders. And then Josh came right home. The caller is concerned that this was never reported and Josh never received uh, treatment. And then we have. Yeah, and I. Um... So the state trooper who they spoke to um, mm -hmm. is this man named Joseph Hutchins, um, who was a family acquaintance. And this was like the first time that any law enforcement was made aware of any of this. Right. Um, because Jim Bob in later uh, interviews was like, well, we wanted to, we needed, we knew that we needed to report him. So obviously Jim Bob knew that this was wrong. Right. right? But yet still try to cover it up. So apparently, uh, Hutchins has said that he was only told of a single act of incestuous molestation. Um, but then Jim Bob later claims that Hutchins was told the entire story, that it was four out of the five victims were were in the family. And then the fifth one was not. Um, they say later that it was actually like a babysitter. Um, but Hutchins didn't take any official action and apparently just gave Josh, Josh a stern talk. Mm. Um, and, however, according to Arkansas state law, um, law enforcement officers are man have to, um, are, sorry, are required to alert the Arkansas child abuse hotline when learning of sexual abuse, but he, but Joseph Hutchins didn't. Um, fun fact, Hutchins was later arrested and convicted on unrelated charges of child pornography and asserting and is serving a 56-year prison sentence. So it's like, so you reported, unknowingly, you reported their abuse to an abuser. Mm. So, of course, they're going to keep you... And, I, and this is just how my brain works, right? Like, I don't actually know. But, like, they're going to keep you quiet because in that sort of way, they can deny what they're doing mm -hmm. because then they don't feel guilt that they haven't turned themselves in. Right. You know? 
Um, it's just like, it's just so crazy, but yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, this, this report goes on page after page of kind of things that have went down. Um, but it does say that in addition to what was found in like March of 2002, that, uh, about nine months later in March of 2003, there was other incidents of kind of the same thing. And I don't know, is this, I guess this is after he was said to have came back from that yeah. rehab. So he, yeah, he went so to So he didn't learn anything. He went to this rehab that was uh, based off of that homeschooling program that I was telling you about earlier. And apparently it gives rehab through supposedly counseling and like hard labor. Mm-hmm. But they investigated this place um, that was ran by... That was ran by a family friend, actually, later on. And they realized that the counseling center or, like, wing on the property was not in use because it was being renovated. And they Mm -hmm. couldn't figure out whether or not that, like, Josh was actually helping renovate that wing. But regardless, he didn't get counseling. So it's not sufficient. Yeah, it was nothing. Um, And, like, I sort of hate to say it, but that's that, like, old school mentality of, like, well, you're a bad kid and you're doing something bad, we're going to beat it out of you, essentially. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not saying he was beaten, but, like, hard labor, right? Right. But, like, what but is this hard... this will teach you. Yeah, no. like, but, like, what is hard labor, really? Right. I mean, what... He was basically... He was getting a slap on the wrist. And, again, they're just pushing it under the rug. Right. And, like, Michelle won't say anything about any of this. She won't defend her daughter. She won't say anything about this. Jim Bob speaks for she, both of them. She and disgusts it's, me. She... She honestly, like, is the reason why women are getting so angry and finally speaking up about sexual assault and harassment and everything because it's because of, sorry, like, but but it's because of women like this Mm -hmm. who let these things happen to their children. Right. Like. To her, four of her daughters. Right. Like, regardless that Josh was also one of her children, she needs to protect the vulnerable ones. Like, the, he's here coming back from this rehab, uh, putting his hand up their dresses in the laundry room and having them sit on his lap. Like, how? Like, this is supposed to be your older brother, like, somebody you can trust, like, and he's doing, like, it's just, it's fucked up. They were too worried about their money with and their, their TV appearances. show and their appearances to actually, she was too worried about how to keep up appearances than actually taking care of of her children and protecting her children from this fucking right. predator. And that to me is so deplorable. And I think also being subservient to Jim Bob. That goes into it too, but it's yeah. also like, do you not just have empathy as like a woman, you know? I, right. I just, I don't know why it was acceptable to her. It's just know. really horrific. I don't know. Yeah, I really just think it's a lot to do with appearances and just getting of of course money too because they were getting money from these uh the tv show from what were when when did they start the tv show so they had two so they it was filmed in 2003 which i assume happened like right after josh right back the first one was filmed in 2000 well sorry like there were like four four specials but i believe they were both like two part specials yeah on discovery um, so I think the first one, the first two were filmed in 03 and the other two were filmed in 05 because then they were both released in 04 and 06 respectively. Mm-hmm. 
Though Josh Duggar's misconduct was largely unknown to the public before 2015, a blogger writing in 2007 and identified only as Alice referred to the canceled Oprah Winfrey show appearance and stated that the show staffers had been told that he was a child molester. Mm. The allegations circulated online for years, but was not publicly corroborated until the Untouched Weekly article revealed the police report. Right. And which is the one that I have right here. Right. And it goes into... A lot of detail, like the interviews with the kids and their accounts on it. And it's, 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 it is a little hard to read. So obviously I'm not going to go into all this detail, but it is there if you want to take a look at, uh, at the report. But also like, maybe you shouldn't for your own mental health. Yeah. I mean, (laughs) some, some parts of it are interesting, but it does, it does go into pretty heavy detail as you go on. Like, kind of, like, the, the initial, like, shows you, like, the dates and kind of some information on just, like, generalized. But, like, as you go into it a bit more, it does get to be a bit much. Right. And then May 21st, 2015, Josh appears to confirm the molestation allegations in a Facebook post responding to the In Touch report. He said, 12 years ago, as a young teenager, I acted inexcusably for which... I am extremely sorry and deeply regret. I hurt others, including my family and close friends, which he was 27 years old when this came out. We spoke with the authorities where I confessed my wrongdoing, continued Josh, and my parents arranged for me and those affected by my actions to receive counseling. I understood that if I continued down this wrong road, that I would end up ruining my life. I sought forgiveness from those I had wronged and asked Christ to forgive me and come into my life. I would do anything to go back to those teen years and take different actions. Actions in my life today, I'm so very thankful for God's grace, mercy, and for just redemption. Well, and he um, wrote all of that after he resigned from his position at the Family Research Council, and apparently the, um, which is like a political organization there in Arkansas. And in response, the president of the organization, Tony Perkins, stated, quote, Josh believes that the situation will make it difficult for him to be effective in his current work. We believe this is the best decision for Josh and his family at this time. We are praying for everyone involved, unquote. And honestly, again, it just like we were saying this off mic, but it just shows me how much of like a like a chokehold this family has on this like community and the surrounding um, businesses and everything in Arkansas. And it's like, why is everybody covering up for this person like uh, like oh because he's quote-unquote a good christian man well apparently he's not, not because he touched his sisters so right. like you know and isn't really that remorseful for it because it, it just doesn't seem like that and, and so the fact that this man is out here having kids so much yeah well that's true. very concerning so um exactly yeah so many kids and right. in touch magazine reported on june 3rd 2015 um that another police report re- police report they had obtained said Josh had confessed to his father on three separate occasions to committing molestation. So it wasn't just the one time that Jim Bob was originally saying Mm -hmm. it was three separate times. And apparently the last time it was like the time where Jim Bob was like, okay, this is like real. Mm -hmm. Um, He had admitted it involved a much younger sister on seven incidences. And the article also noted that the family waited at least 16 months before reporting the abuse to the authorities. Now testimony from both Jim and Bobby Holt, which were like family friends, um, revealed that the sexual abuse inside the Duggar family home was far more extensive than Jim Bob and Michelle claimed it during the 2015 interview with Megan Kelly. 
The Holtz revealed that the incidences were widespread and that Josh had touched his siblings inappropriately several times. Um, Jib Bob and Michelle once claimed Josh's victims were initially unaware of what had happened to them, and the Holtz revealed that Jim Bob and Michelle's past statements were untrue. And they testified that at least one of the victims reported an incident. What I find so, like, wild is that it seems like that all, like, copies of the police report, like, physical copies of the police report, the day that the In Touch magazine article came out, all of those copies were destroyed. Mm. And it was by a judge in Arkansas who was like, well, under the Arkansas Freedom of Information Act, you know, we need to keep everything confidential and to protect minors and identities. But I'm like, are you really worried about the victims? Right. Or are you worried about how it's going to look for you and your state and these people? I don't know. I'm going to say the second option. Yeah, for sure. (laughs) (laughs) My name is Karina Michelle. And like you, I'm an avid true crime watcher, listener, and now reader. Crime Glasses is your true crime book club podcast. Every month, we will be selecting a new true crime book to read, using it as a guide to go over the cases that shocked us, the underlying issues, and the moments that had us closing the book desperate for a breather. Crime Glasses. Subscribe now on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you get your true crime fix. On June 5th, I don't know if you saw this about the interviews with his sisters. Yes. Okay. Yeah, I um, I had seen it. I didn't actually watch the interviews, but... Yeah. So, on June 5th, 2015, Josh Duggar's sisters, Jessa and Jill, gave an interview to Megan Kelly on Fox News channels, The Kelly File, discussing the abuse in the report's release. Um, Jessa and Jill have both confirmed that they were abused by Josh. Um, and Jessa... Jessa called on Josh's actions as a team teen very wrong and stated, quote, I do not want to speak up in his defense against people who are calling him a child molester or a pedophile or a rapist. As some people are saying, she went on to say that is so overboard and a lie, really. I mean, people get mad at me for saying that, but I can say this because I was one of the victims. She said the vis- the system was set up to pro- protect kids. It's greatly failed. And that the week preceding the interview had been a thousand times worse for us than the sexual abuse. Jill called the release of the police reports a re-victimization. Which, like, I, since that interview, they have come out more. And they actually spoke out against him at his recent trial. Right. And that, to me, was something staged by by their parents, Mm -hmm. I think. They were like, you can't talk poorly about your brother because also at this time they also uh, said they've forgiven him right in this interview and moved on like have you well and it's like you dealt with that like i mean good for you girl but obviously they're also going going through this whole like they're victims of trauma they're going through this whole thing they're also hearing what their parents are saying to them like it's a whole there's so many layers to it. Well, like, they're in a pr- pressure cooker, right? right? Like, what are you supposed to do? Either get smaller and, like, not take up as much space or what? Mm-hmm. I mean, I, um... And also, I believe at this point in the interview, TLC had not... Not yet canceled, canceled. Right. Yeah, they had not yet canceled the 19 Kids and Counting show. It wasn't until the Ashley Madison stuff came out that they actually did 
end up canceling it, I believe, for, for sure. But honestly, if I'm wrong, let me know. <clears throat> it says July 2015, but I don't know the exact date. Okay, so it, so it happened... Wait, in August 2015, Josh admits to using Ashley Madison and says pornography became a secret addiction for him. So I guess it was actually before... So the so the TV show was I did say this earlier I apologize yeah. okay. July sixteenth twenty fifteen was when the show was canceled and then less than a month later mm-hmm. or a little over a month later the Ashley Madison breach happened yes for those who don't know Ashley Madison was a very notorious site that was really popular here in the U S that was originally I believe supposed to be like a sugar daddy and like baby website but then turned into a website where you could essentially first. For essentially cisgendered straight men to cheat on their wives and pay people to have sex with. I'm not saying it was like an escort service, but there was like some agreement of like a sugar daddy type of situation or something Mm -hmm. like that. So on August 20th, 2015, following the online posting of information from the Ashley Madison data breach, which included records of credit card transactions under his name, Josh and his parents released a statement on the family's website in which he admitted to watching pornography on the internet and being unfaithful to his wife. According to the material obtained in the data breach, Josh's credit card had been used to pay $986.96 for two Ashley Madison subscriptions starting in February 2013, which were canceled in May 2015, shortly after the molestation accusation surfaced. Um... The statement contained the following, quote, I have been the biggest hypocrite ever. While espousing faith and family values, I have secretly over the last several years been viewing pornography on the internet and this became a secret addiction and I have become unfaithful to my wife. The last few years while publicly stating I was fighting against morality in our country, I was hiding my own personal failures, unquote. The reference to pornography was later removed from the website post. On August 25th, 2015, Josh checked himself into rehab that his family described as a, quote, long-term treatment center. Um, The facility was later confirmed in media reports as Reformers uh, Unanimous, which describes itself as a learning atmosphere where the addicted can be disciplined in an environment that is much like a greenhouse, unquote. I mean, literally this guy is like the biggest hypocrite ever, right? Mm -hmm. And honestly, so exhausting because this whole family is just a family of fucking hypocrites. Right. And I don't want to blame the kids necessarily, but like, because quite a few of the daughters have like, have like really great blogs now Mm -hmm. and have their own shows and how they are, you know, becoming a lot more quote unquote progressive. It's showing that they're trying to move away right from this like very toxic yeah. energy that like their they, parents I mean, allowed. they were the victims in this. So They were complete victims. And honestly, like, I'm sorry, I think having that many kids and literally not taking care of them is child abuse. Oh, I agree. And making them self-sufficient in that way is child abuse. Yeah. Like, uh, 19, 19 kids, too many kids. Right. And Entirely too many kids. These kids weren't even able to be kids because they were given a buddy to mother, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah, the, the new babies <laughs> were always, like, passed off to the daughters. Right. That's pretty much it. It's like, crazy. Just, it's just insane to me. Yeah. Ugh. All right. I guess. Do you want to get a little bit into the trial? Yeah, I suppose we should, huh? Oh, right. <laughs> All right. So, uh, the trial was scheduled to start on December 9th, uh in the Western 
District of Arkansas Court in Fayetteville with Judge Timothy L. Brooks presiding. On November 19th, 2019, Homeland Security conducted an investigation at Wholesale Motor Cars, Duggar's Place of Employment in Springdale. Court documents state that downloads allegedly made on a computer there from May 14th to 16th were initially flagged by the Little Rock Police Department and traced to Duggar's IP address. Um, Homeland Security Investigation Special Agent Gerald Faulkner discussed one file in particular depicting sex child sex, child sex abuse involving children ranging from the age, this is really disgusting, from 18 months to 12 years old, describing what he found as being in the top five of the worst of the worst he's ever had to examine. Like, that's just unthinkable. Yeah. Ugh. The admission of Agent Faulkner's statement as evidence in the upcoming trial has been the subject of court motions by the prosecution and the defense. Um, April 29th, 2021, uh, Josh Duggar was arrested and placed on federal hold with no bail. April 30th, 2021, he made his first courtroom appearance of the trial via Zoom and was officially charged. Or no, this is when he was found guilty on one count each of receiving and possessing child pornography and he faced up to 20 years in prison and fines of up to $250,000 for each count when he sentenced. But he originally pleaded not guilty on yeah. April 30th, right? And he um, he and his attorneys, he his attorneys indicated they would fight back in the courtroom where it's like, you have evidence of him receiving child porn, like child pornography with kids under the age of 12 as young as 18 months. That's like and like really deplorable and shit. It's like are you he has kids these age. Right. Like let's think about how problematic that is. If he was known to have been uh touching his sisters, then what's going to stop him from repeating the behavior with his own children like those children need to be protected or in my brain it's sort of like dennis raider btk where like Mm. his daughter has said that he was actually an incredibly like doting father and then but then can go out and do all these horrible things so then it's like are you you're like really living a double life and you're separating and that to me says like sociopath for sure um that you can have an 18 month old child child at home and yet watch these horrible things happen to an 18th month old, but because they're not yours, right. they're not connected to you, they don't matter as much. Mm-hmm. Ugh. It's awful. Really awful. Also at, the, also at this time, like, just want to point out um, that he had six kids under the age of 11, mm-hmm. and Anna was pregnant with their seventh child. Right. And at, I mean, as of May 5th, 2021, he was also allowed unlimited contact with his children if his wife is present. Um, but he was not permitted to have any contact with any other minor child, including his siblings, which at this point, five of whom were still under 18. Um, and he also was submitted to the supervision by the U.S. Probation Office and was restricted to the third-party custodial residence at all times, except for court-ordered obligations, work, or other activities. He was not allowed to possess or review erotica of any kind, access or utilize any internet device, or obtain passwords from his third-party custodians. He was ordered to surrender his passport and is forbid- was forbidden from leaving the United States, 
with travel restricted to the Western District of Arkansas. Yeah, and also during this whole time, like, Anna is, people are asking Anna, like, are you still standing by your husband? She's like, yes, of course I'm standing by him. It's like... Doesn't she still? Yeah. They still, um, I saw an article about how... I mean, this goes into the brainwashing of, like, their religion. Oh, yeah. Like, it's, like, so against, because she was like, well, I certainly can't get divorced Right. It's like, think about you and your children's safety. Like, think about that. Right. Think about... Do you really want to have this horrible, like, person tied to you? You know, what if he, when they when they have sentences, what if he does go to jail? So what, so your kids will, will not, I mean, he, he is going to go right. to jail. But, like, for At however point. long it is. But, like, what if he is in jail for the next, for the rest of his life? Mm-hmm. Which hopefully is. Right. Um. So what, so you're just going to, so you're going to have him tied? I mean, ugh. are you, are you? Like, what? How are you supposed to explain that to your kids? Right. I just don't know. And Ugh. just a day ago, there's an article, Josh Duggar's wife, Anna Duggar, pays a hefty price to call or email Josh while he's in jail. Josh Duggar's wife, Anna, has been video chatting with him because she's unable to visit him in prison. It, it, I just can't imagine being married to someone and finding out that they've done something like this and still like just being like yeah that's my man it's not like he it's not like he like robbed a bank or something maybe then you're like he did it for us or something like that but like he put he's putting people in danger like he's he's harming minors like he's perpetuating the harm of minors right and you have these young kids and you're like well like is there's no way that she could still think he's innocent. I think she does think he's How? innocent. I don't know, with, girl. With all this. <sighs> I mean, honestly, that to me is just like true brainwashing and like her being, I mean, maybe part of it is her thinking like, you know, there are a lot of women who don't leave a domestic abuse situations yeah. because they, one, literally don't have family or anywhere to go. Or they're worried about money or taking care of their kids. And maybe she, maybe some of that is like a part of it. Right. That she's just like, well, if I divorce him, then I won't get any more of that TV money, which means that we won't be able to survive and we won't be, I won't be able to take care of seven children. Mm -hmm. Because honestly, that's a very, also like having that many kids is very privileged because kids are expensive. Right. Very expensive. Right. So, you know, if they've got a couple million dollars in the, I mean, that, I don't know. I, I don't. I don't know what her reasoning is, but um, I hope that she finds the strength to be able to, like, stand up for herself in this mm-hmm. situation. Yeah, I agree. Also, find it interesting that in October and November, um, Jim Bob announces that he is running for the Arkansas State Senate. And, like, during all this, he's going to be running for Senate? Well, yeah, because his political career is so important. It's just... Not let's, read the keep, room. let's keep pushing those conservative values and hating on people right. who don't, don't need to be hated like, on. Like, read the room. It's not the time. Um, do just want to point out that uh, his bid for District 7 of Arkansas's state Senate was unsuccessful. Good. Because he finished third in the Republican primary, so he will not be going on to the um, He doesn't need election. any sort of platform, really. No. Absolutely not. He does not. And, um, yeah, also I find it I find it interesting, like, the gaslighting that the, the 
some of his lawyers were doing because the judge described some of the uh, nuances to get the case like dismissed against Josh, but like that his lawyers were doing. The judge was like, "This is." frivolous like why are you wasting my time right because they kept trying to find these tiny little things and he's like it's not enough right it's not enough right it's not enough to dismiss this it's not going to get fucking dismissed not happening sorry too bad so sad we're going to trial yeah (laughs) and then um in mid-november josh's wife anna announced that their seventh child was born in an instagram post on october 23rd the original, what I find interesting is that the original trial date was set for July 6th of 2021, but it was rescheduled for November 30th, 2021, um, because they extended the deadline for him mm. to accept a plea deal, which he ended up not accepting anyway. And honestly, like, he should have, I don't know what the plea deal was, but he should have taken it because right. he got crucified in this trial. As he should. Rightfully so, of course, but. Like, it kind of makes me happy that he didn't. Uh, take the plea deal. No, for sure. And he'll definitely get more time now, but it's like, use your, like, not not much big brain energy going on with this right. guy. <laughs> no. No brain energy. Yeah. Um, so, apparently in the trial, the prosecution did want to bring up the sexual ex- assault accusations made against Josh when he was a young teenager, but the defense alleged that these charges were irrelevant irrelevant and could um prejudice a jury Mm. um but the trial began on december so jury selection happened on november 30th 2021 opening statements started on december 1st 2021 and by december 9th 2021 it's it's all over yeah so pretty i mean honestly a pretty quick turnaround all Mm -hmm. things considered i mean we rarely like read trials that are only like a little over a week right um, but yes, on December 9th, 2021, a jury found Duggar guilty of receiving and possessing child pornography. Uh, he faces up to 20 years in federal prison and a fine of $250,000, like we said earlier, for each count. I don't, I, I didn't read anywhere how many counts. I couldn't find the exact number either. Like it just said multiple counts and then like 250 for each one maybe they're keeping that under wraps until his sense sentencing maybe. just so that there isn't like a whole like field day of people making their assumptions about what he's gonna get and mm-hmm. things like that also they had a annual new year's party after the conviction who the did du- the duggar family oh nice like again read the room maybe not the time to be well, apparently multiple Duggar family members and their spouses issued statements following Josh's yes. convict- conviction, with many professing their happiness that justice was served and mm-hmm. their prayers for Josh and his family. Um, which, you know, I know I've seen some of the older, well, you know, the older girl Duggars say, like, I'm glad that justice was served and yeah. things like that. But, like, of course, prayers for his family because now Anna's going to have to deal with, like, I just feel bad for her. Like, she's going to have to deal with all the shit, like, moving forward on yeah. her own. She's going to have to be a single mother. To like, seven. To seven. Luckily, they did um, deny the ability to have conjugal visits. So, because you know damn well she oh, would have been visiting yeah. the conjugals and they would have just kept turning out babies yeah no 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 mas no mas for sure um no more children for you no um, 
you shouldn't even be having contact with your children. Yeah, no, for sure. Um, but what I also find very interesting at the very end was this um, other little verbal that came up about Jana, who's uh-huh. the second oldest Duggar sibling, the oldest daughter. Yes. Um, and you have a little <clears throat> bit of information about that. I do. So uh, Jana ended up getting charged with a misdemeanor count of endangering the welfare of a minor in the third degree. Um, which, Just like days after his conviction, yes. right? Mm-hmm. Which she did plead guilty to. Um, and the December 15th plea disposed of the case by way of an $880 payment to the records indicate. So the case was filed on September 10th, 2021. The court records indicate she initially pleaded not guilty on September 23rd. Um, and the hearing was scheduled for October 10th and then was pushed to January um, when a bench trial was scheduled and that trial was canceled as a result of the plea. So I guess she took a like a plea deal to say yes, I'm guilty. Um, and this is the definition of endangering a child endangering the welfare of a minor in the third degree. A person commits the offense of endangering the welfare of a minor in the third degree if a person recklessly engages in conduct creating a substantial risk of serious harm to the physical or mental welfare of a person known to be a minor. Um, Yeah, I mean, apparently she was babysitting this kid and she, quote unquote, took her eyes off of him for just a moment. Which I'm sure was a couple of minutes or something. And the kid, for some reason, got out the door, got outside and like was just like sort of wandering like the neighborhood mm-hmm. until somebody like found this child. Yeah. Which obviously it wasn't just a moment. It must have been like a good chunk of time. Mm-hmm. Or maybe she just didn't like a- notice. Yeah. It says a passerby who saw the child called the police. Um, and it ended up in a written citation as well as a follow up. Um and she said, yeah, she said, when you turn your back for a moment, um, that ch- a child can slip out the house, out of the house. It happened so quickly and was scary. I'm grateful for law enforcement and those pr- who protect and serve our community. I was certainly never arrested like some may have implied in the end. I was just as upset at myself that it happened at all, but so thankful it all ended safely. And that's truly what mattered most to me. Um, Jessa Duggar said it was an innocent mistake. She was babysitting one of the kids slipped out the door, but it ended safely. Could have happened to anyone. She's without question. One of the most amazing women I know. And I trust her with my kids any day of the week. I mean, it's just, I mean, it's kind of scary to think about somebody babysitting your kid and they just slip out the door. Like, why wasn't the door locked? Mm -hmm. Like, I I just think you should be really like on, especially, I mean, with your own kids, but if you're watching somebody else's kid as well like you need to be taking all the precautions like there should be child locks on the door like i know they have those little things my mom had them for my brother when he was younger the little (laughs) things you put on the doorknob so they can't even twist it um and she had them in the front door back door yeah absolutely i mean but i mean who was it ginger or jill or who said jessa one of jana jana one no one of the no one of the j names who was like oh jessa jessa i mean I mean, Jessa is right. It could have happened to, like, right. anybody. And I do, I do, like, it, obviously it was, like, an honest mistake. But honestly, mm-hmm. it's just, like, one more thing to add to, like, right. the fuel. The like, timing. The Duggar, the Duggar, you know, fire, I guess. Because, mm-hmm. you know, maybe she was, like, so exhausted from watching her brothers and sisters that right. she wasn't, she wasn't, like, f- able to pay attention as How much. How many kids and, like, does she have? 
She did, she's unmarried. So Jana's oh, the okay. Jana's um I think the only Duggar daughter who is of age who right. has not who's who's not married yet. And yeah. it's, that's sort of like a big scandal and how um she's like, I wanna be married, but like my parents have never really like made it a priority to like help me find a husband or like oh, well and it's just like also the thinking that they have to uh, find the person or like that they had to approve of the courting or whatever exactly and they've just they've never done that for her and i wonder if in some way i don't know i wonder if in some way that's some sort of way to like get back at her for something Mm. i'm not sure but um yeah i find it very odd because the rest like her other siblings are often married and the whole thing so i don't know i also saw saw uh speculation that she could be gay but i don't think i don't know I mean, if she is, she is. Yeah. Like, but but like, obviously that wouldn't be approved in, in her. And like with like she, I mean, honestly, like she might not be able to actually freely have a partner until her parents are gone, right? You know, and like well, who knows when that'll be, and that just makes me really sad that mm. she, if that is true, you know, that she can't live her like free and full life. Um, it's just very depressing. It's I mean, obviously depressing. that's very much speculation, and we don't ever want to say what anybody's sexuality is but i mean if any of the kids were queer in any way like they would not be able to live their truth unless they completely like separated themselves from the family really which is sad because yeah and then of course they're in this public eye and because like so many like conservative like sites and news outlets and things are like so obsessed with this family like they would be demonized Mm -hmm. in the the conservative media and it's like do you really want to go through that right i completely understand not wanting to do that so yeah uh sad well yeah i mean that's that's what's going on with the case so far of course as josh um gets sentenced and all that stuff is finally completed. Like, of course, we'll keep you guys updated. But, um, yeah, we haven't done, like, a true crime news in a hot minute. I, th- mm-hmm. I don't think since Gabby Petito. So um, this was sort of a... It's, like, it's always interesting to me. And it's always fun for me to, like, be able to talk to you about things that are just happening, like, right. in real time. Mm-hmm. Because so much of the stuff that we research has already, like, happened a long time ago. So. Right. Um, yeah, so even though it's horrible, and I hope... I'm glad that the victims got justice. Mm-hmm. Um, it's disgusting. It's still, it's disgusting. Disgusting. Yeah. Disgusting. Well, um, Ray, do you want to tell the good people where they can find us? I sure do. At the Midnight Record on Instagram and TikTok, at TMR Pod on Twitter, and the Midnight Record at gmail.com. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe on all of your favorite podcast listening platforms. Do it! Spotify now has a um, rating system, so they don't have, like, a comment section yes- yet for their... Star system. Well, but they just have a star system, right. yeah. So, um, we'd love it if you could give us, um, you know... Five stars. Five stars. Nice. <laughs> five stars, please. Five stars, please. Um, but uh, we just really appreciate the support. Thank you. We are about to come up to our one-year... Um, anniversary, which is very exciting. It's crazy. Um, I can't believe it. Already, our little child is almost a whole year old. So well, we're about to go. About into... to have a one-year birthday party. I know, so cute. Um, <laughs> I feel like we're gonna get drunk for that episode. Well, for yeah. Sure. <laughs> yeah, sounds about right. Um, but anyway, but uh, yeah, thanks for the continued support, and we love you so much. And we love you. Uh, 
yeah until next time i'll see you at midnight i'll see you at midnight sure <laughs> for sure <laughs>